Must Davies' thick mop of brown hair. Remember, son, there is nothing neither good nor bad. It's thinking it that makes it so, said John Henry, standing up and digging his hands in his pockets. I got your money, and I swear, if you'd have taken any longer, I was going to have to find out where them dogs had gotten to. What you going to do when I leave? asked Davy, his face a little sad. Fear not, my boy. Hunting season's in two months, and we'll provide a supply to last old Vivi through the winter. I'll miss you, but don't you worry. John Henry scratched his beard and leaned down to look into the skinhead's roomy eyes. He pulled out a wickedly long knife and lifted the man's chin up with a tip to get a better view. Let's see who we have here. Coleman, run and get the chair. The muscular boy let go of his burden and the skinhead immediately sagged to the ground. Davy let his side go as well and wiped his hands on the sides of his pants, upset about the dirt and blood that had soiled them. Coleman scampered around the side of the house and picked through a spiky pile of junk. He returned a few minutes later with a grimy chair made from white PVC tubing. John Henry cut the tape around the wrists and ankles and the boys levered the captive heavily into the chair. Within moments, the skinhead's wrists were retaped to the chair's arms, his ankles to his legs, and his forehead to a length of pipe that protruded two feet from the back of the chair. "'Let's see if it can talk,' said John Henry, glancing at Davy. The gangly boy grasped the edge of the tape and jerked it free. The skinhead immediately broke out into a scream, bubbles of blood popping through the ruined mouth and floating gently down to the dusty earth. As loud as he was, it was a mere undertone to the rage blistering from the house. Still, Coleman brought his boot up and into the man's stomach, cutting off the scream in mid-terror. John Henry leaned in, knelt down, and perched an elbow on the skinhead's leg. Cowards die many times before their deaths. The valiant never taste of death but once. So why don't you be our little Prince Valiant and just stop your yammering? Stop worrying what's going on with old Vivi and pay attention to what's going on here. He locked eyes with the skinhead and spoke to the boys. Check his wallet. Davy dug deep in his back pocket and pulled out a horn brown leather wallet. Flipping it open, he said, let me see. He's got $11, a few business cards. Hey, here's a coupon for two-for-one subs. He shoved the coupon and the money into his pocket and glanced happily at Coleman. Finders keepers, okay? Oh, look, he also has a rubber. Says ribbed and lubricated. Maybe that means he's a clean one, said Coleman. That would be nice for a change. Sure make Vivi happy, said John Henry. Okay, here it is, said Davy, pulling out the driver's license. He looked from the license to the skinhead and back to the license several times. Ha! <laughs> you know, I think he looks better bald. His name is Edwin James Rumor. Edwin. <laughs> I think Hitler's more fitting. Come on, Davy, get on with it said Coleman, tracing his finger back and forth across the swastika design on the man's head. Sorry, man. It says here he's not an organ donor. Not very considerate of him. Also, he's A-B negative. He looked excitedly at John Henry, who had broken into a smile. Hey, that's your favorite, ain't it? Sure is, said John Henry. I think it's time to ask him a few questions. Get something to clean his mouth out, will you, Coleman? There's too much blood for me to get a good gander at what he's saying. Coleman scampered off again, but only went as far as the ports before he returned with a large mason jar of clear liquid. Is this okay, John Henry? Alcohol kills germs on contact, right? John Henry nodded. So they say. So they say. It's some nasty shit anyway. Just some more of that old bloodsucker special. Coleman poured the white lighting over the skinhead's face, making sure to get a liberal amount into the cracked and broken mouth. A reciprocal scream erupted immediately, but it took a few moments before it crescendoed enough to be heard over the already agonizing din from the house. The skinhead tossed his head back and forth, his eyes rolling up 
an arm struggling to rise as if to wipe the blistering toxin clear of his wounds. His legs undulated, and his entire frame rose in an arced bow that only returned to the chair after Davy's fist buried itself deep into the man's sternum. It took several moments before the skinhead finally swooned back into fearful reality. His eyes had locked once again on the howling door, and it wasn't until John Henry had tapped the knife in the man's forehead several times that he looked at the old man kneeling once again before him. A thin rivulet of blood ran the length of the skinhead's nose and dripped like an hourglass. Listen to what I have to say, boy. It's important. Do I have your attention? It took two more pokes of the knife before the skinhead nodded. What were you doing beating on that black man? The skinhead blinked twice, his bloody cracked lips trembling. Come on, son. You got to answer the question. The skinhead tried to struggle but stopped after a few small attempts. His body sagged in the chair as if it realized finally that it couldn't escape.